0: The kick is long, it's strong. It. He snakes at home. We'll be breaking underneath
1: our feet, He's within range now. A third bounce. He's hot, but he gets oh. it. He kicks the goal of the day. On 88.3 Southern FM, this is Beyond the Boundary with Carl Bianco and John Donohoe. Yes, good morning. Welcome to Beyond
2: the Boundary. It was a big weekend in football, and it's great to be joining you for another week. We've got a massive program coming to you here on 88.3 Southern FM, the sounds of the Bayside, and you can text us in at any time on 0404 000 736... Joining me for the first time in the studio for
3: 2019, Donners,
2: good morning to you.
3: Carlos, how are we? Great to be back in the studio, obviously with Mafra last week, but uh, great to be back in studio.
2: You're you're crystal clear, I'm glad. (laughs) No more footy fines uh, for you this week. And also joining us in the studio for another week is the man who's made the studio famous for the last seven or eight years. I speak of the man who's also known as Mr. Football in the Southern Football Netball League, Wayne Fuller. Good morning, Wayne.
4: morning, Cole. morning, Donners, and morning, listeners. Good big, to have you back. Good day down at Morty yesterday for you. That was a good day. Yeah. Beautiful.
2: That's good. Now, we have got plenty on the program, and instead of going to Inside the Four Wars, which we'll still be doing a little bit later on this morning, we've got to get to our first guest who joins us on the line. I speak of the senior coach of the Sandringham Zebras Football Club, Aaron Hamill. Aaron, good morning to you, and thanks for uh, giving up some of your time this morning.
5: Uh, pleasure,
3: boys. Good morning. Aaron John here, Uh, thank you for joining us Tough loss on Friday night Uh, You were sort of in it at a quarter time But what what sort of went wrong for you after that?
5: Yeah, we've had, uh, I guess we've had a couple of hours now to digest it um, And it was a little bit frustrating, um, to be honest Just in terms of, um, I guess, all three phases of the game We we were unable to, to, to really test them from a defensive point of view 55 marks in total um, so we struggled to, to, to really generate any form of offense. Um, defensively, we, we, we held up okay at times. You know, just restricting him to 45 entries is not a bad result. Um, but, but their run and gun and how they play around stoppage and they were able to get the ball on the outside and, uh, they really pull your pull your team defense apart, uh, by hands. Um, they were able to, I think they had 180 kicks and 170 handballs, which is, which is, you know, we we knew that was coming, um, and we we're able to. We weren't able to put the uh, the handbrake on them, unfortunately. And um, out of that forty five uh, entries, they had twenty in the first quarter. So we we were able to. Really, it was a game between the arcs, and and um, they were able to execute. Probably their system around stoppage a lot better than what we were more often than not.
6: Yeah, and I,
3: I'm looking at the team list here. It's a fairly young sort of list. What what sort of impact does Sam Gilbert and uh, and a David Armitage have on this uh, on this team?
5: Yeah, I think yeah. To answer your question, mate, really significant. I think um, in terms of their leadership, particularly Dave. You know, like it's um, it's early days, so hopefully he can he can crack into that into the Saints AFL side. But um, but Sam Gilbert. Um, as we know, he's a 13-year player at, at, at the highest level, and straight out, so, so we're we'll, we'll rapt to have his signature um, down at Sandy, and then, and then I guess what he brings, you know, from a leadership point of view and a and a, and a system point of view around sort of sort of team defence. He he um, he learned it probably under one of the better coaches in doing it under under Ross Lyon. So he you know, he understands exactly how we want to defend uh, this year and. And, and, and I think just, just his whole general experience. He's been, up, been under a number of coaches at AFL level. Um, so he, so he has, he has a great input. Not, not only, I guess, with the, uh, with the Saints players, clearly with the, with the senior leadership group down there with Seckel and Ainsworth and Moon, um, and Nathan Wright. So, so yeah, we're, we're apt to have him. He's, he's had a limited pre-season, um, for obvious reasons, coming straight out of the system. So we, um, we gave him a fair bit of time off and, um, we knew it was going to be a little bit underdone from a physical point of view, and he'll be much better for the run.
4: Aaron Wayne Fuller, good to have you on the show. <laughs> Thanks, Wayne. Um, happy with your list?
5: Uh, overall, yes. Um, yeah, we are. We've, we, we were fair and wanting last year. Um, we, we're just, a, I guess, an immature list, so we needed to add some hard, hard edge and, and, and hard bodies to us just to complement uh, the, the, the Saints list. So it, certainly... Um, Having circle and, and him to be able to attract other players is, is critical for us. Um, I think I think the, the addition of Steve Tahana has been really good for us. Nathan Wright, we're really keen to, along with Sam Gilbert, get get their signatures. So yeah, look look. Fundamentally, we are in terms of um, size and size and shape. Um, we uh, we don't have much up forward at the moment in terms of young Kai Owens. He's going to be a very good player for us, but he's still 19 and developing and. And, uh, and Bailey Rice is, is playing there at the moment, so look, we, we, we had to reshape and, and structure our, our team on the weekend a little bit for that reason, so yeah, look, another key forward would be great, but, um, but we're making do what we have at the moment
3: Aaron, you, uh, you mentioned Bra- uh, Brady Seckle there, uh, newly named captain, uh, you lost a, few, lost a bit of leadership last year, how's he um, taken the role on?
5: Yeah, I just probably as you'd expect from the outside looking in, what he does sort of on the field, um, he's been outstanding in the role. I think um, you know he doesn't want to change too much. He's 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 um, he's quite confident in in most areas. What he does in terms of on field and off field uh, and the standards and, and 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 where he where he's really keen to to take take his footy club. So we're um, we're supporting him with that. He's he, he's been really good in terms of. Um, training and his habits and performance. Uh, uh, I, I think he's he's going to be he's going to be outstanding in the role, um, and 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 he'll grow into it. But he's got really good support around him with, with those guys that I mentioned before.
2: How do you feel about playing uh, the season opener on a Friday night, Aaron? Aaron uh, does that uh, sort of disrupt any of your your prep in the lead up uh, to to the season starting?
5: No, we're out to play Friday night um, Hopefully, we uh, didn't. Do too much damage to the brand, and we get another crack at it. But um, yeah, we, we really enjoy the Friday night. It's, it's obviously, um, you know, it, it, it's a great venue out there now at the Oval. Um They've done a great job, so we, we we're really looking forward to under light season opener. Um, it, it, it was quite windy out there, but um, Footscray managed to kick more goals against it than with it. So um, that, 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 that didn't play too much of a part anyway.
3: Aaron, I wanted to ask you about um, John O'Marsh and Sam Rowe. We saw I saw uh, Jonathan Marsh played on on uh, Friday night, but we haven't seen Sam Rowe yet. Is he still working on his fitness base to get back to be playing VFL and then hopefully AFL?
5: Yeah, he's um, he's basically had another mini preseason since joining us. Um, you now he was, as we know, just um, newly out of the game and training one night, potentially two at <laughs> at, at East Doncaster. So. Um, to, 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 fit into an AFL program, you know, you've got to be realistic about it. Um, so he's, he's had a four or five week gradual build up. Uh, whether we get him back next week at VFL level, we'll, we'll wait and see how the week unfolds. Um, he, he won't be too far off, but, but he'll be, he'll be on limited minutes. But he, he's going really well and, and, and he's coming along as expected. And, and John O'Marsh, uh, he played 18 minutes, um, on Friday night. So he, w- I'd be surprised if he's if he's not up to a full... It's almost a full game anyway, but um, he's, he, he's going really well. I thought we... In terms of him holding up our defence, he was quite solid for us, gave us a fair bit of run and dash. Um, he, he's quite confident in the contest, so yeah, and he understands what we're trying to generate from back there. So he, he's going to be a really good addition for us, so, so we'll, we'll see him. I'd like to think that the more game time he plays, the more he's able to prepare his body, he'll... Um, He'll, he'll improve significantly.
4: And off-field, Aaron, is doing quite well with the, the luncheons and sponsorships up, and David Knitza on the team down there are doing a, quite a good job at the moment.
5: Yeah, they're doing a great job. Dave's, um, Dave has been outstanding since joining, joining the club last year. It was all sort of a new three different, uh, I guess, heads, if you like, and in terms of myself, Nick Johnson and David Nizzo, so uh, Along with Nick, um, Dave's got, he's got the passion and the hunger to... To, to drive the footy club and, um, and, and try and get as many functions as possible and, and really trying to try to generate that community feel up. So, yeah, Dave and Nick are uh, doing an outstanding job.
2: Looking ahead to next week, Aaron, you take on the reigning premiers in the Box Hill Hawks at uh, the Dockland Stadium there. Uh, what can we expect from that? Obviously going to be a difficult task. Uh, is there anything you'll be doing differently to uh, to approach the reigning premiers?
5: Yeah, we've, um, look, I, I feel even Hawks are... At AFA level, I feel they've changed a little bit in terms of the keepings off game that Clark has done. You know, he's done that for for a number of years. Whether that's Sam Mitchell's had an influence there in terms of how West Coast play and, and in terms of a bit more territory. So yeah, we'll, we'll have a look at them today. Um, generally in battle seat down the Box Hill level. So we um, we, we we know from I, I guess defensively we've got a fair bit of work to to improve. Mm. Um, to, to, to match us with, with those sides and Footscrow being won more by hands but, but uh, Box Hill doing it more by, by feet and trying to keep the ball off you. So we'll, we'll see how that unfolds but um, our focus will be clearly around making sure that we get our structure and method um, from a defensive point of view right and then, uh, and then we can go from there. But, um, yeah, we're looking forward to it at Marvel Stadium.
3: Aaron, one final one for me. Uh, obviously, you're also the assistant coach at, um, at St Kilda. Strong start to the year. Um, what's the morale like around the club at the moment?
5: Yeah, re- re- really good. I mean, as you'd expect, when you're, when you're, like, you're sitting uh, two zip. we've um, we had a little bit of adversity to deal with, obviously with Carlisle and and and, and the most recent one in Dillon.
3: Um, Jack Stephen as well.
5: Yeah, yeah, and Jack Stephen still managing that, so... Um, he, he's, you know, all, all three, you know, have, um, have been outstanding around the group um, You know, it takes squads to to win uh, flags and, and, and to play in finals. So we, there's a real squad mentality there, and, and certainly it's it, there's hurdles that that every club has to has to deal with, whether it be injuries or or, um, or or you know, in terms of support off field. So every club goes through it. It's it's how we respond, and certainly the boys are getting it done with action. Um, and and really looking forward to this afternoon over in Perth. so 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 far the um you know in terms of what uh, lady and, and, and brett Ratner bought have brought in we've um we've, we've structured up a little bit different in terms of the system and um while it's only you now've we've, we've probably had five or six months to, to, to train it now we're getting you know it's getting exposed to it's a good opposition to, to review strongly and and, and to move on. So, um, yeah, the boys are really enjoying it. They're embracing it. Um, and, and today presents a, a, another great opportunity for us against Freya.
2: Definitely, and we hope the Saints get over the line in that one against Rio over in uh, the West. Now, uh, Aaron, we just want to say a big thank you for joining us uh, this morning here on Beyond the Boundary on Southern FM. We look forward to catching up with you throughout the year at uh, Wilson Storage. Trevor Barker Beach Oval we will be broadcasting uh, most of the home games from the Beach Oval throughout the year in 2019. So uh, look forward to catching up with you then.
5: Thanks. Uh, thanks, boys. Have a good, have a good show. And um, anytime I can help. More than happy.
3: Thanks, Aaron.
2: Beautiful Thank stuff. You. Aaron Hamill there, the uh, Sandingham Zebras Senior Coach and Assistant there at the St Kilda Football Club, as well as beautiful to uh, have him on on our second show and hear all about uh, how
3: the club's going. He was one of my favourites to yep. watch growing up. I, I, remember, I just remember uh, watching him just bulldoze through packs he was, he was he was a great player, and he, uh, it was a shame he didn't play more games for, Carlton, for either Carlton or St Norse Kilda. Kilda. Yeah, he, he didn't, you know, he didn't reach 100 at either club. He was 98 or something at Carlton, and I think he was 94 at St Kilda. Yeah,
2: so. I think in total he played 190 AFL games. Yeah, yeah. No, but I'm saying yeah. at
3: either club, he didn't play 100 games. No,
2: yeah. no, no. But he, he still reached a fair amount of games yeah, and, did and very well. showed a lot of great leadership in his days at St
3: Kilda. And doing great stuff at St Kilda at the moment as well. And, and Sandy. And Sandy. And Sandy. Yeah, yeah, yeah.
2: It has to be said at Sandy as well, and I'm sure the The loss in round one, they'll be up and about against the reigning premiers next week at uh, Marvel Stadium. So Mm. we'll keep a close eye on that and look forward to the 21st of April when we bring (laughs) you our first VFL game live here on 88.3 Southern FM, your home of Sandringham Zebra's VFL games from the Wilson Storage Trevor Barker Beach Oval and we also will be broadcasting one game from RSEA Park
3: in Lidson Street Exciting stuff for now, Southern FM
2: Now it is very much so exciting Before we go to our first break this morning, we did delay this but it is time to get to
1: on Beyond the Boundary. We
4: know within the four walls of the club, once you're inside those four walls...
1: Inside the four walls.
4: Inside the four walls. So if you
2: have something you'd like to contribute to Inside the Four Walls, 0404 000 736. little rumour or something that's a bit funny that we can all laugh at that's happening within the four walls at your football club, 0404 000 736. Wayne, you used to kick everybody off on the fifth quarter, so kick us off. What have you got for us?
4: Well, I heard with Inside the Four Walls that on Friday night in a Division One Southern Football Netball League game Mm -hmm. under lights at Port Colts, one of the big recruits for St. Kilda City, started well, kicked a goal in the first quarter, but unfortunately in the third quarter did his groin and made his way off the ground. So um, he's out for a couple of weeks, but from what I'm hearing here, he will be replaced by another former AFL player, coming up next weekend that's that's a that's rough at, at uh, if it's the person i think it is you know at, at that age correct you almost just give it away don't you old body too and he started <laughs> he actually started well he kicked the goal took a great pack mark yeah. and i thought oh here we go and then unfortunately the body time tells you doesn't With it
3: The groin there you go that's a good one now i've got a have got a one well, i uh, it took me a bit of time to think about this one this week but i ran this by wayne earlier and uh I think he. Uh, I think he knows exactly who I'm talking about. <laughs> uh, inside the four walls, a certain uh, Bentley footballer uh, who might re- remain nameless. There's a rumor going around that he last week practice game it was a bit wet. Yeah. you know, it was a bit cold as footy said, se- that happens in footy season. You know, mid July, to be freezing. There was a few drops of rain uh, last week, and he proceeded to text the coach to say uh, he was managing his body. Uh, that he, he, he came up with a different excuse, I won't go into the excuse, but uh, he came up with an excuse and told the coach, oh no, nah, I'm not going to play today, because it was a bit wet. Oh, and he, he may or may not be... I mean, he may or may not be a pretty good cricketer in the uh, South-Eastern Cricket Association. Well, that
4: might happen with his cricket. I do know that mm. um, when it gets a couple of drops of rain, the career club he plays for will decide when it's 32 degrees <laughs> on a Saturday <laughs> afternoon, play the wet weather yep, card. Yep. So he obviously doesn't like the, the wet.
3: So, yeah, he's... Um yeah, I just thought that one was very yeah, interesting, you know. Interesting. We won't name who it is obviously, but no, uh no. Bentley football, you gotta put two and two together and gotta keep it to go. ourselves. We've we're, mm. we're
2: gotta make sure that
4: we don't get the lawyers involved.
3: Yeah, I'll probably get i I'll probably get a rude text message from uh, maybe <laughs> oh. his dad his
4: dad at the <laughs> shortly. No, and, that's, <laughs> and what about your other mate, the big signing down at Bentley in the off season? The yeah. Prolific goal kicker. What's going on with him? When will he be out on the park?
3: Was down there watching last night. Uh, has had a few shoulder issues yes. at the moment, as we know. Um, but I showed you a video before. He was kicking snags at the end of the game, and he was, you know, he's looking fit. Uh, look, I, his shoulder, the shoulders, having done two shoulders myself, knowing exactly how bad and how long it can take. I mean, we might not see said recruit for a month or okay. maybe, maybe a couple of weeks, but, you know, if he's able to get on the park, maybe around 10 or 11. You know? Mm -hmm. So uh, he was, yeah, he was like a local celebrity down there last night. You know, no one had seen him for a week or two. And, uh, oh, good day, big fella. How are (laughs) you?
4: Got any more way? Yes, I have. The next one I heard, too, yesterday down at Hyatt, who are unveiling their Division 2 flag, the helicopter decided to drop off the the cup and the the flag for Big Lex and the boys, and um, looked good. I did hear that. Good idea.
2: Yeah, it, it, yes, very much so. And uh, I also might have noticed that uh, a couple of the SF and LW uh, footballers from a premiership side last year also might have been disappointed that they didn't get that kind of treatment <laughs> after, <laughs> after winning a flag in uh, a great way last year. Any more,
7: Wayne?
4: Yes, I can keep going. I'll keep going. You've got plenty of Plenty. Yeah. I'm waiting. Um, I'm hearing too inside the four walls mm. that there may not be this year Division one finals played at RSA
3: RCA Park, RCA
4: Park mm. Linton Street, there due may, to wow. St Kilda now in the process of getting the grandstand built. Yep. Okay. And the swimming pools got to go in as well. Mm. So, so was that the plan initially well, going to be there? It, well, I'm, I'm hearing it was, mm. but, um, you know, nothing's certainly. Um, yes or no at the moment. So we just got to watch this space and see which way the the league goes towards hosting finals. Back so, to the
3: old firm at Springvale.
4: Well, this is the issue. You know what I mean. Like you know, the Springvale hosted very well, mm. but you know the general feedback is that. People don't want to go to Springvale. You know what <laughs> I mean, and that's yeah. that's you know, fair. that's a fair that's a, a thing. And we saw last year, you know, Springvale run fantastic final series. They got a lot of hard workers, but yep. when you're not getting the crowds and you're not getting the people out there, yep. it's you know, is it worth them still still running it? Yeah. Do you look at other mm-hmm. venues?
6: Yeah. Yeah.
4: Um, closer to the, you know, I could say close to the railway line, but, you know. Ben Cavanaugh reserve looks pretty good. Well, everyone <laughs> keeps saying that, Home but it's football? a decision between the, the, the league and mm. Morty Ellick. And again, if you keep putting up the prices, the host finals, mm. clubs can't afford the tender. Mm. Yeah, I suppose, though,
2: if you start building those netball courts, and that'll be out of Well,
4: on that, um, hopefully in July, there's going to be a bit of movement down back. So mm. I'd say the girls won't be on the netball courts this season. No. But hopefully, definitely next season, mm-hmm. the two netball courts with lights. Yep. Um, change rooms and all the facilities plus also there's going to be a running track walking track around the perimeter yep. of Ben Kavanagh Reserve that's going okay. to be
3: one of the best setups it already is but uh, is. with that as well it's going to be one of the best setups in southern footy or in footy in, this, oh, in right. the you state saw it, you saw oh, it
4: yesterday and my, my debate boy. is we saw the old scoreboard yesterday with the race results mmm and we also had the AFL AFL scores, uh-huh. which is fantastic. Could you do both though, but could you have an electronic score well, for the is...
3: scores, and then you're still updating people? I mean, you could obviously do it on the electronic screen, but yep. I just think I I understand what you're saying. Tradition, tradition, yep. and all that, but um, it does look it does look good, you know, at all these grounds with these new scoreboards, and you know, you don't have to get
4: rid of it. But if I do put an electronic scoreboard on the far side of Morty, like the sun is going to hit it, you know what I mean? Mm. So. You know that's up to the council or whatever the club does. I've got, I've got mm. no say in it. So, yeah, anyway,
3: it. make it a sol, make it a solar scoreboard then
4: inside the four walls. Tell me, me, me old partner in crime, Johnny Bennett, mm. Friday night mm. seeker cricket presentation uh, of yes. Yarra Yarra. Inducted, yep. in, yeah, you were yeah. there, yeah. inducted into the hall of fame, the great man from mm. Cluden. Very nice, certainly was Cluden Cluden Career Club. Yeah. Yeah. he's done everything down there. Mm. It's good, To a great effort, isn't it?
3: And Brighton Union winning the uh, club, club, oh. cl- the club of the year. I saw that. Club, uh, the void yes. champion, champion club.
4: I'm not talking about Brighton Union. The goal umpire <laughs> yesterday looked mate, a bit shabby <laughs> down. Yeah. Ben Cavendish yeah. standing out in the sun.
3: I thought, I hope he's all right. Yeah, he looked like he was going to keel over yeah. a couple of times, didn't he? Did yeah. we have a at good least he, at footy yesterday? At least, we didn't, did. at least he didn't make any dodgy No, goals. he was good yesterday. Was good. Yeah. Very good Brett Norwich. a good
4: goal umpire mm. and he likes coming down to Morty Alec. Mm. Yeah.
3: Oh, look. I, I think he could be better. You know, he's got a few few things to work on. You know, I think early the, nights. There's too much straight arming when he uh, when he picks up the uh, picks up the flags. I think he's got to get a bit closer. You know, maybe the beers on Friday night didn't help.
2: Well, I ventured down to the footy yesterday and I've got inside the four walls. Oh, yeah? So, Where'd you go to? Uh, I went down to JBO. Oh, yeah. Oh. I, had, I had a little look at some div one, div 1 footy and, yep. and it was a good little match between Chalt and also Dingley. And, Who'd you run into? Oh, I ran into a few people down there. Name there was, them. Oh, there's a couple of great people. Break even, Cole Anderson. Break even, yeah, Cole. Yeah, and, and the Anderson family always there, which is it was great to see them. And Lee Menzel from the Dingos Good man, Lee, as well. Yes. Plenty of other folk that were there. I also happened to bump into a former boundary rider. So inside the four walls, uh, this former boundary rider uh, of Southern FM may or may not have shown up despite not being a part of a commentary team this year with a microphone and a headset <laughs> to to JB Ho waiting to get the coach's notes from Shane Morwood uh, uh, throughout the game yep. so uh, shout out to uh, a bloke that starts with uh, Kevin Cummings basically KC good Casey. man KC uh, his name starts with Kevin Cummins, So, yeah, good to see him. And another one, one final Inside the yeah. Four Walls for me. Uh, you are got to go to the Beyond the Boundary Facebook page for this one. Inside the Four Walls, a member of our team on a Sunday morning may or may not have made some atrocious food uh, on uh, during the week <laughs> oh, uh, and, and claimed to have made a nice ham and cheese pizza <laughs> uh, and it basically looks like rubbish. So, if <laughs> carless, you want to have a little carless, look at that.
3: that was homemade. Inside the Four Walls. Fresh. Geez, you're a hard critic He's trying
2: to defend himself But if you go to the Beyond the Boundary Facebook page right now You'll be able to see that And
4: be the judge yourself <laughs> And Cole, just to finish off Yes, final uh, one Wayne. Big report yesterday Down in Division 2 In the Southern League Yep A player on report So mm, Yeah, might get a couple of weeks
2: There you go. If you've got anything that you would like to contribute for Inside the Four Walls, 0404 736. We've got to go to a break because we are over time and after this we'll be joined by the Senior Coach of the Hampton Rovers Football Club. This is Beyond the Boundary here on 88.3 Southern FM.
0: Living Hope is the Salvation Army's new online suicide
4: bereavement training program. It helps caregivers and professionals supporting someone bereaved through suicide to offer more support and assistance. If you're working in community health,
8: education, emergency services, health and social welfare, the church or the funeral industry, this program could assist you. Find out more by going to suicideprevention.salvos.org.au. That's suicideprevention.salvos.org.au.
0: In Australia, Lions Clubs contribute to the National Stem Cell Centre Spinal Research Project. Already, nerve cells have been grown from bone marrow. This work will be a vital part of getting the paralysed in our community to walk again. Lions of Australia support stem cell research in the quest for cure. This work will not only cure paralysis of spinal injury, but will flow on to help many other disorders, such as Parkinson's disease and Alzheimer's. We're Lana and Penny join us on the Vibe every second Sunday, twelve to two pm on eighty-eight point three Southern FM. The Vibe is
8: all about health and happiness. It certainly is, and we talk about things a bit like this. Drawn to
4: drawn... <laughs> Good lord! <laughs> <laughs> blah 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 blah. Put your teeth back in,
0: Penny. <laughs> <laughs> Where's the turkey? <laughs> Gosh.
6: <on. laughs>
0: there we go. Remember, Remember get, get happy, happy and stay happy on, on the Vibe.
8: vibe.
1: A newsman and his music. The Mayor of Bayside, Councillor Michael Heffernan. This proposal for an urban forest strategy. Now, does this mean we can stand by for <laughs> yeah. Robin Hood and his merry men to yeah. make a return? Yeah, very interesting, Colin. I thought about that analogy myself, actually. Robin Hood, Hood Robin, Robin Hood, Hood, riding, Hood riding, through riding through the glen. glen. You've got a Colin. Thank you. That's so the you, Village you, Glee Club, yeah, Michael and yeah, Colin. Yeah, yes, right. Join me for music, news and even a few laughs here on 88.3 Southern FM, Mondays 10am to midday. The Sounds of the Bayside, 88.3 Southern FM. It's five minutes to 11
2: here on 88.3 Southern FM, The Sounds of the Bayside. This is Beyond the Boundary, your program covering everything local football. This winter, 0404 000 is the number you can get us on if you'd like to contribute throughout the show. But uh, this morning, we're lucky enough to be joined in studio by the senior coach of the Hampton Rovers Football Club, yeah, Anthony, Quant- Anthony, thanks for coming in No
7: worries, thanks for having me
2: Great to have you in the studio And uh, fortunately the boys didn't get the win yesterday But uh, some positive signs to take out of the
7: game Yeah, it was a little bit unlucky um, Probably didn't have a good run with injuries early um, But just fumbles, skill errors Giving away some easy goals And uh, freeze in front of goal Which they scored from And um, yeah, so I just Trying to get a settled side is probably going to be the challenge early in the year for us.
3: I know you've I know you've only played the one game in Premier C thus far this year. What have you, have you seen a big step up in that one game already from last year?
7: I think probably the youth of mentonian mm-hmm. surprised us a little bit. Yeah. Um, probably a little bit zippier yeah. around the packs than probably what we got last year. Yeah. Obviously Ormond um, and ourselves sort of controlled a lot of the division last year. Um, but, yeah, all mentality I was pretty impressed that they were quite young and youthful and, and moved the ball quite well when we allowed them to. Mm-hmm. However, at the same time, I thought we, when we actually played really well and used the ball well, we looked like the side we were last year. So it was just sort of that inconsistency from on our behalf, I thought was probably the, the noticeable difference.
4: Mm-hmm. Just curious, what was the ground like yesterday out there?
7: Um, <clears throat> well, we got put onto the the other ground, the smaller one. Yeah, uh, over number oh. two? Yeah, which... I don't know why. <laughs> um, it was a hard, flat, but short. Mm. Yeah, we probably would have preferred the, the main ground. So I don't know what why there was a last minute change there. Mm. Mm.
3: Are you um, you confident uh, that you can compete pretty well in in Premier C? Any big recruits for you this year?
7: Yeah, I'm confident we can. Um, again, like any amateur club, we mm. you know we're at the mercy of Europe. Uh, <laughs> of course, of course, <laughs> yeah, we're at the mercy. Of just, thing, just general yeah. availabilities yeah. and, and mm. you know. As we said yesterday, losing a couple of guys the first game of the week, um, Jackson Manning, who was captain of Swinburne for the last five years, came across because Swinburne went out of business sort of thing in the mm-hmm. Amos, and he was going really well and um, and did a knee. So that was disappointing for him. But um, yeah, I, I think our best side will be more than competitive, and I'd be disappointed if, if, we, if we can get that on the ground, I'd be disappointed if we don't push for finals or thereabouts. So, mm. Yeah.
2: Definitely. And uh, yourself, this is uh, around about the two and a half year mark as, as the senior coach of uh, the Rovers. How's it been going for you?
7: Good. Really enjoyed it. Um, came in at a funny time. I, I spent the first half of 2017 down at, at Sandringham uh, with Owen Lawler, who's now at Parkdale, um, working with the development team at Sandy, and then sort of heard the whispers that they might be pulling that comp apart and um and then hampton unfortunately lost um they made a decision with the, with the coach and being a past player and someone had been heavily involved there mm. i took over for the last six games we won three of those um I beat old Halebury, who won the flag mm. beat williamstown beat old ivanhoe so we finished really strong and built built onto onto last year and had a really good year it was really young um and i've said this a lot of times to the guys within the club that we beat Preston out at Preston with 16 players under 20, 21 years of age, which is a huge going out there, a bit of a different uh, environment and we'd never been there so it was good, but really enjoying it.
2: Definitely and uh, a big year obviously going back up to, to Premier C and uh, what are you most looking forward to this
7: year? Um, I, th- I think proving to the, the young guys that we've got that have that played Premier C a couple of years ago when they were quite young um, having a bit of success last year you know, five minutes away from probably the ultimate success, but um, really getting them to stand up now and, and show what they can actually do um, now that they've had two or three years of really consistency in football. So that they're now moved from that 19, 20 now into 22, 23. They should really start taking the club forward. And they are off the field. Um, it's amazing just the, the young group really driving everything. Some of the old guys, my vintage, you know, the 40-plus Age group, we're like, wow! Like, mm. we wouldn't have gone into the beach on a Sunday morning, <laughs> Sunday morning. voluntarily. Yeah. Yeah. Soft
4: drink on a Thursday night, yeah, <laughs> <laughs> yeah oh yeah, sort of. Yeah. <laughs> and what about recruiting? I know you've got under nineteens, and you've got a great junior structure down at Hampton Rovers. But in the off season, you know, do you interview players? and are you, as an obviously mm. coach, you're ringing plays. I know you can't offer them Anything. money, yeah. but uh, how do you go about it? This is I like to know this. Mm,
7: first and foremost, for me, it's about retention. Yep. yep. Uh, particularly when you play in a grand final, it's making sure you retain. Unfortunately, we lost a couple of guys who retired. Yep. Um, a couple of guys who had to give away through injury. But retention's the number one. And then it's working the phones. Unfortunately, we have lost players to sort of you know old Brighton, mm. old Hatherley over the years. Um, you know, Southern Footy League takes. Saw so like a bloke yesterday,
4: ex Hampton Rovers, Josh McPherson, McPherson speedy, yeah, oh, speedy. I tell you what, good. I don't know how he went. I'm Kick three, I think. Yeah. Kick five. Five, yeah. there you go. Well, yeah. he, he,
7: I mean, he's a Hampton um, kid. He's played in two senior flags, kicked 40 goals. And then Overseas. Then went, and then went to Europe for the second half mm. of the year. Um, and unfortunately, we, you know, when you get big dollars thrown at you for a young bloke. It's That was your doing, wasn't it, uh, oh, yeah. a about that.
2: Oh, No, oh, wow. I didn't touch, yeah, no, yeah, I didn't yeah, touch yeah. Josh he, at all. He doesn't it's like to admit it. He's only general committee at Mordial. i general like, committee. I'm yeah. not, I don't do any of that anymore. I He does doesn't offer do all the but bucks. He's got a shocking
4: kicking style, is not he? Yeah, but it works. It does. He doesn't miss. Yeah, And a lovely bloke, too. Yeah,
7: yeah. And that's the thing. It's... um Look, it's hard. Isn't is, it is, um, right. Yeah. So, but recruiting, you yeah. know, we're really trying to attract um, some some guys that are around the area, connections, workmates, things like that. Um, we've got some really good uh, people off the field that have got connections further up the tree in terms mm. of XAFL. So. we've... Hopefully, fingers crossed. Got one in the pipeline, but we just capped uh, on that go. for a little bit. Yeah.
3: <laughs> you can name names if you want. <laughs> no, not yet.
6: Not
3: yet no. Uh, well, we'll look at, let's look ahead to, to next week, the grand final rematch. Mm. Uh, they've given thrown it up early. What are you expecting from Ormond uh, next well,
7: week? I had a quick look on the on the website with the game. Our game hadn't been uploaded yet, so I had to watch the first quarter of Ormond, and, and they looked pretty slick. Mm. Um, I know Simon Buckley's back; he did play. Um, I think he might have done a bit of a string late so Ooh. fingers crossed Ooh. um but he, he they're a great side mm. uh really well coached and um but again sort of the, they've got no 19s um mm. yeah. And yeah. but they're at the they're like us very similar to us they get picked off yeah. um, from schools and mm. and what not so our depth I mean we got strong under 17s yeah. really strong 19s and yeah. yeah. had yeah. a really good win yesterday so it's sort of a holding pattern you
3: were saying you were saying there you you were reviewing the game yesterday. Do you encourage your players to sort of look ahead? You know, maybe watch a quarter of the Ormond game or review back your own game in in terms of trying to work out what you did wrong.
7: Well, the luxury of Premier League that the games are taped, whereas mm-hmm. D one, mm-hmm. you know, we had to pay a young bloke to do it ourselves. Yeah, so yeah. our players didn't get access really to that until I showed them anything. Mm. Um, but, yeah, I've sent a message out to, to a few of the leaders just to make sure that they, they do try and watch the Ormond game and then watch our game and, and our coaching will, will put some feedback towards them. But that's a luxury that we've got in the Amos that you can actually watch those games. So mm. if they're diligent enough, it doesn't take long just to sit back and watch. And Ormond looked pretty good in that first quarter and a bit that I, that I watched this morning. Um, so yeah it's going to be a huge challenge yeah um, as well
2: yeah i suppose never easy coming up against the uh, the side that you did lose to in the grand
7: final yeah well i mean all year it was i mean we had a tie we, yeah. we had a draw yeah lost by a goal in the last round mm. when we both sort of rested a <laughs> hell of a lot of guys mm. in second semi they were far too good they just we we couldn't have played any worse but they mm. were they were really on and then the grand final halfway through the second quarter we were done and then with five minutes to go, I thought, "Hang on, we've got one hand on the cup here," and a couple of injuries, yeah. and the game stopped. And but it was a super game. Yeah, so, yeah, yeah it definitely was.
2: Now yeah, well, uh, the club itself, I'm sure, has a lot of uh, functions and and sponsors that they'd <laughs> like to uh, to the, the mention. So they've yes. uh, given you a list, haven't they? <laughs> yeah, I've got a list. Oh, no, it was
7: just, it was. I mean, it was talking about, I think, the strength of our club. You know, we've got 35 teams in 2019. Yeah, 100- it's brilliant. You know, five girl teams, mm. um, you know, 160 players registered. We've got yep. nine blokes in the AFL system, mm. 18, nice. um, oh. you know, 15 or 13 in the under 18s at the moment. Yep. Um, so you know, the club's going really well in yeah. in that, and um, you know, we had senior players down on Friday night with the junior launch and presenting jumpers to the new Oz kickers. And it's a good way of doing it. Yeah. So it was great, but we've got a huge. It's 90th year of the club. Yep. Our 40th year of our junior club. Uh mm-hmm. Um. And we're lucky that we've got a really good relationship with the juniors and seniors. It's, there's not a big divide, which is which is perfect.
2: Well, it, it, a club stems from the juniors as well, so. Mm. Into senior footy, so credit to Hampton Rovers yeah. as you mentioned. So many mm. uh, teams that they've got throughout juniors, into seniors, into women's everything you name it. Hampton Rovers have basically got it, so it's what, good to see. Yeah.
3: One more from me before before you go. I, wanna... I better mention the
2: the 90th
7: oh, function. Of though. course, of course, will <laughs> yes, get course. lynched. Yeah, is, so... there,
3: is there a plan? Uh, I, I just imagine how good da- uh, Boss James would look with a brand spanking new pravi- pavilion. Ooh. Is that in the pipeline at all? Do you know? Uh,
7: with the mercy of the council. Yeah. Uh, mm. So the council have. Oh, I'm, not feel, you, I'm not across it, but... You a must feel a bit, a yeah, bit um, so, left yeah. out. I
3: mean, Hurlingham Park gets a new pavilion. There's places all around the... They got,
2: the, they got one. We they got, get, Ludson yeah. Street Oval got
7: rebuilt. Yeah, these Sandy getting new
3: You'd love a new setup down there. It is, it is one of the older ones.
7: Yeah, well, I mean, we did get an extension done 10 years ago, maybe a bit longer now, actually, yeah. So probably 15 years ago, that new extension went on. But that sort of outdated itself already. Yeah. Then they spent money on the ground,
0: school so boarding, the ground yeah, does get some love. Yeah, um, right. And
7: they've got to spread the the cash around, I'm sure. Mm. Yeah, but, um, it, probably due soon. <laughs> yeah, yeah, <hopefully. laughs> given, given the amount of teams we've got, uh, yeah, um, it is it is yeah. due. Yeah.
3: yeah, yeah. Tell us about your
6: yeah. yeah so Let's hear <laughs> all about. yeah,
7: quickly. Um, so on the 22nd of June at the Brighton Town Hall, we've got our 90th anniversary function. So we're encouraging yep. as many to get there um, and you know be really involved, whether you played five minutes ago or. Thirty years ago, it's um it's really important that everyone gets to So I'd imagine it'd be a, a big function. So they can go onto the hamptonrovers.com.au mm-hmm.
4: uh,
7: website and mm-hmm. buy a membership as well to help yep. um, help support the yeah, club. They good the nights,
2: club. aren't they? They are, yeah. And th- and that's all on the uh, functions front from the Hampton Rovers.
7: Yeah, at this stage, that's that's the main one that we're working towards. Mm-hmm. Pretty big one 90 yeah. years. Yeah. Of yep. a, a,
3: all Football the best. Club. Well, all the best with that, is, and uh, and the season ahead.
7: Yeah, thank you.
2: Yeah, thanks so much for giving us some of your time this morning, Anthony. And uh, hopefully, we can get you in again later on in the year to see uh, how the, how the boys have been going. We wish you all the best, and yeah, we appreciate you giving up some of your time this morning. Excellent. Thanks and they, nice. are all yes. they, they are Alman next week. Yeah, home yeah, game, big home game, lunch, so get mm. down. book book on. Them. Oh, that's going to be spectacular. Go down Rovers, James. Yeah, yeah <laughs> it's going to be good. Good on. Good on you, Anthony. Thanks Excellent. so much for coming in. Thanks, guys. Beautiful stuff, Anthony Corn there, the senior. Uh, Head coach of the Hampton Rovers Football Club. Fellas, uh, we might go to a quick break here on 88.3 Southern FM. We've got plenty more still to get to, including a little bit more on the VAFA and some of the other results uh, across the traps. You are listening to Beyond the Boundary here on 88.3 Southern FM. It's uh, seven minutes past 11 o'clock.
1: Every Saturday morning from 10 until noon, you can hear all the latest Australian releases on the all-new Saturday Osmosis. Interviews with the artists and live studio performances. All new, all Australian, all genres, all good. All new Saturday Osmosis. Every Saturday morning from 10 until noon. In my community, when you're growing
5: up, if you're the man, you've got to be strong. I blamed everyone around me
1: for the way I felt. My wife, work... My brothers, I mean, they changed, not me. But I was sitting at the breakfast table one day and I couldn't eat.
5: I sat there and I just cried. Men do get depression and for them there is hope. Call the Beyond Blue info line on 1300 224636 or visit beyondblue.org.au.
0: Molly, that's me. And Fluoro, That's me. ...for Molly's Blooming Hour, Saturdays, 4 till 5pm, for gardening tips, community announcements, fresh produce recipes and 80s and 90s music. You can give us a call with any gardening questions. We'll also chat about what's going on in your back and front yard and many other beautiful gardens in the wonderful Bayside area. That's Molly's Blooming Hour, 4 till 5, Saturday afternoons, proudly sponsored by Vasili's Garden Centre.
9: Pressure. It's something that most of us don't like being under. In fact, it often causes confusion and mistakes. As a professional footballer, it's something I've had to get used to. Yet, people think it's okay to put heaps of pressure on kids to perform when they're playing their sport. It might seem harmless enough, but constantly calling out instructions from the sidelines and telling kids what to do can be a real downer. I'm Nick Del Santo, and it's time to let kids be kids and enjoy their sport. Google Play by the Rules to find out more.
0: Health programs are major beneficiaries of Lions Clubs fundraising. Prostate and other cancers, multiple sclerosis, diabetes, motor neurone disease, stroke, renal problems, melanoma, rheumatism and arthritis, marine stingers, cord blood, craniofacial research. These are just some of the programs that Lions Clubs are involved in. When you are asked to support a Lions Club fundraiser, please help, as one day you too may need their help find southern fm online Southernfm.com.au. find us on facebook facebook.com forward slash southern fm and find us on instagram and twitter at southern underscore fm
2: you're listening to beyond the boundary it's 10 minutes past 11 oh jeez how good is that it to uh, mm. have a senior coach and Anthony from uh, the Hampton
3: Rovers. Yeah, and the guests just keep getting better now, Carlos. We've got Vaffa Royalty, I like oh. to call him, the great man himself. He's one of my close friends and and, and just a, a stalwart of the Collegians Football Club. Uh, he was coach of the Reserves for a number of years. you've won a number of premierships. Uh, Nick Roach has joined us in the studio. Roachy, welcome.
9: Thanks, guys. Yeah, great to be on board.
3: Yeah, bad, unfortunate loss for Collegians yesterday. You, you were... You you were telling me you you had a bit of a, uh, a interrupted preseason, so you weren't sure how you were going to go.
9: Yeah, we did. So we had the big grand final rematch against uh, St Kevin's yesterday uh, out at the Th King. Um, we had had a bit of an interrupted preseason with some guys coming in a little bit underdone, and a few not available. But to be honest with you, so did they. Mm. Um, they had a few key players. Like Mitchell Brown didn't play, for mm. example. Um, we were in the game till halftime. We were only a goal down at halftime, and then. Uh, They just played an outstanding third quarter and uh, (laughs) the much anticipated debut of uh, Jared Jared Waite. And his, uh, to be honest, his third quarter was just electrifying. He kicked two, he set up a couple. Um, He's going to be a a real force to be reckoned with in this comp this year. Yeah.
3: You and I have spoken a little bit about this from time to time. (sighs) Yeah. The, the St Kevin's relationship with AFL players, how they just keep topping up. I mean, there was there was word for a while there that B- Brendan Goddard might have gone to play there mm-hmm. with Wade as well. And uh, I mean, I know you guys have got a few ex um, AFL players, Taylor Hunt. Um, I think it was Alex Morgan's nominated you guys as his as his club as yep. of choice as well. So, are we? Is the VFA starting to become too AFL centric?
9: Look, I don't think so. I mean, I think it's a real positive for the mm. competition. And these guys seem to be now fitting in seamlessly at these mm. clubs. Like, I think Mitchell Brown, has, he's been the great example in the last yeah. few... But he, he just loves the competition. If you listen to him interviewed... You know, not, he's hes saying he's enjoying this just mm. as much as his AFL career. Yeah,
3: I'm not not—I'm not saying uh, we don't want them. I'm just saying, you mm. know, you look at St. Kevin's List and what, five or six of them. Uh, you know, I mean, we, we talk of my team, the old Zavs. I mean, Rowan Buick debuted yesterday. Yes. He's played 104 AFL games for Brisbane and apparently turned it on. So... Um, um, uh, you guys, you guys would have been annoyed to not have had Taylor Hunt out there. Do you think you would have had a significant impact? In yesterday? oh look, he would have he would have yeah. certainly helped if yeah. he'd
9: been out there. Um, we won't see Taylor until round four down here at the uh, at the game against Old Brighton. He's mm. obviously been rubbed out. But um, oh look, you know it was it was always going to be difficult. I must say they're going to be as hard to beat as ever from what I saw yesterday. Which is annoying. Um, yeah. <laughs> some key players not playing. I think they've got 14 VFL listed players who are mostly St Kevin's yeah. boys as mm, well. Mm. Um, They've also brought back a couple of guys from um, prior premierships. I think um, uh, Edgar came back from the 15 premiership team. Zach Guineas came back from the 16 premiership (laughs) team. So all of a sudden, you've got these experienced guys back in the fold as well Mm. as the young guys. And
3: their twos are are pretty strong as well. So, I mean, their depth is unbelievable. And they're
4: well coached. Guy Martin. Yeah, Yeah. yeah, Yeah. absolutely. Good football brain. You know these um, ex AFL players who you've got at Collegians? Mm. I know some of them have gone to the school. Yep. I not to playing with their mates but you know the ones who come in from outside do you sit There's a club sit down with them and is it employment or they know a mate or what's what's the go like yeah. people go to me you wouldn't be playing for free no you know? so
9: yeah um, a lot of them are employment Yep. So I'll take Taylor Hunt, Hunt okay. as an example. Yep. So one of our former players, Benny Lum, has employed Taylor with his construction company. Okay. Yep. Um, so that's an example of that. Like Taylor, obviously, was tied to Bowie where he yep. played his junior he did footy. Too, yes. So it was going to be one or the other in the
4: end. But, but that's ended- security, though, isn't it? Because it is. A play like yeah. Taylor Hunt can go to club to club to club up the country and do the circuit, but now he's got security for the next 10, yeah. 15, 20 years. Even when he retires from football, he's got employment. Absolutely. A lot of them who do this, um, I call it you know, the mercenaries who go around the club to club to club, when it dries up, they're looking for work. Yeah. They come knocking on your door going, what can you do for me? Well, you know, they've got to have security. So it's good that I, I'm a rep for the boy, the blokes who have played AFL footy, they've gone to the school, and they turn around and go, i want to go back and play with my mates. Yeah, so I think it's a good, a good way to go.
3: Yeah, now Rochi, we look ahead to next week. Mm. Just a final one on collegians, yep. on Bernians Went down to the Old Zavs yesterday mm-hmm. uh, by by a fair margin. In the end, uh, it was 11, 13, 79 to 19, 9 nine one twenty three. They'll be looking to bounce back. You'll be looking to bounce back. Yeah. What do you know about OMs?
9: Uh, well, like we spoke about this yesterday, John. I, I looked at their list yesterday, and I, I would think that's the strongest OM's team on paper that mm. I've I've probably seen in recent years. Matt they, Thomas gives them a lot. Absolutely. Mm. Unfortunately, I think he suffered a a broken leg I've heard yesterday Matty Thomas so he's going to be out for a while Um, but they've got you know they've brought in obviously uh, Gus Borthwick from Collingwood VFL um, Jackson Payne and Mm. that's on top of Tommy Paul and yeah. De Steiger and all these other guys. So, you know, I, I was a bit surprised with the margin, to be honest. So mm. you guys are obviously pretty impressive. It's going to be a tough game again for us next week, but we need to bounce back. And I think Easter comes at a good time for us, gives yeah. us a chance to get some of these guys back. Mm. Um, but, you know, we don't really want to go into Easter zip too, so it's going to be important. Mm. Definitely. Yeah. <laughs> Roger, can you stick around, mate? Sure definitely, because we want to get into
2: some more uh, VAFA stuff as well in detail, uh, because it's just kicked off and brilliant stuff. You now We're just uh, getting Matt Barmer on the line to have a chat to us, uh, to have a little chat about the, the NAB uh, league that's replaced the under-18 TAC championship, but uh, Matt Barmer, I believe, joins us on the line now. Matt, good morning to you.
8: Morning, guys. How are you?
2: Very well. Thanks so much for joining us on the line this morning. We're going to uh, draw our attention straight to Sandringham Dragons and the Oakley Chargers, who uh, I believe you said on social media could be the uh, two teams fighting it out in the grand final this year.
8: Yeah, yesterday down at Trevor Barker, we probably got a, a early NAB League grand final preview, we think. Uh, the two best teams in the, the sort of metro region of the NAB League went head-to-head, and Sandringham Dragons ran out 10-point winners at Trevor Barker.
3: Who impressed, Matty?
8: Uh, there was a fair few guys on both sides. It was sort of the one of the rare times both teams are at full strength before school footy uh, national championships ramp up. So there was a number of players that stood out sort of from both sides. Uh, for Sandy, it was sort of the Shim McGuinness who's the son of Scott McGuinness who played at Hawthorne and he's eligible to join the Hawks as a father's son. At the end of the year, him and Jack Marnie were very good in the midfield but hopefully a stack of talent in their side. They've got possibly four of the top Metro selections in Matt Rao, Noah Anderson, Trent Bianco, and Dylan Williams, and all of them were very good in the game yesterday. Dylan Williams kicked three goals. Uh, Matty Rao had twenty-eight disposals and fifteen tackles, so he was the, the probably the clear standout in the Chargers' loss.
2: Three rounds in so far. How have you seen it so far with the uh, the new name? Has that had any uh, change? Has there been any format changes to the competition?
8: Yeah, it's been a couple of changes. The all the academy teams from across the northern states brisbane gold coast sydney and gws have come into the competition for the next sort of few rounds uh, tasmania are in the are in the league permanently so they'll mm-hmm. been across the whole season and the northern territory also in there with the academy sides for the next sort of month and a half so there's been a couple of changes there and obviously uh the real focus on uh getting it all sort of a bit more publicized and a bit more people knowing about the under 18 competition so they've Launched a new app, they've uh, put all the games and all the vision and all the stats have gone on to the games as well. So there's been a lot more interest picked up this year, I think.
3: Maddie, I know it's only round three in the AFL, but you're a big draft guru, so you're obviously keeping an eye on, on things uh, from now until right up until November in the draft. Uh, at this early stage, we seen, are we seeing a, an early contender for pick one?
8: Yeah, it's probably not as clear as past few years. It was always sort of Jacob Wieter and Tom Boyd were always really. Standouts a few years ago, Sam Walsh started his year exceptionally well last year, and he was sort of the number one favourite for the majority of the year. It's sort of a bit like the year where Andy McGraw went, the number one pick. He was never in really thoughts to pick one at the start of the year, and, and while I don't think we'll have a player like that this year, there's a lot of guys in the mix, in the frame, and especially those guys I mentioned before from the Oakley Chargers, Matt Rowell, Dylan Williams, Noah Anderson, and even Trent Bianco. One of those four could well be the number one pick coming out of Victoria. Uh, and they're Probably the only other one that my contend for that in Victoria would be Hayden Young from the Danny Long Stingrays, but it's probably a bit early to work out who that might be just now.
3: Yeah, and final one uh, before we let you go, Maddie, I just wanted to ask you about a couple of fathers, well one father-son, um, I want to ask you about Tyson Milne, is he in this year's draft and likely to end up at St Kilda?
8: Yeah, St Kilda actually got a fair few guys this year that are, that are eligible and on the radar, so um, the club that probably haven't had too many over the years that it's really um, going to be this year if they're going to have any. Um, whether they're strong players or not, we'll sort of need to see a bit more of them. Tyson didn't play yesterday. Uh, he hasn't played so far this year, but he played two games last year for them, the Sandy Dragons, and showed some OK signs. Uh, the son, obviously, of Stephen Milne. Uh, there's plenty to like about him, but whether he ends up as a draftee remains to be seen. He's probably going to be a later type if he is. Uh, and Jackson Boss is the other one from St Kilda this mm-hmm. year that's eligible He's a nice little left footer off half back and he played OK yesterday and was really good last year as well. So he's probably, again, like Mill and they're later types. They're not going to be any of the top 30, top 40, but uh, they'll probably be 60-plus in the r- club's range at this point of the year.
4: Are you working the day, Matty, or a day off, or what are you doing? Uh, I've got the, a rare day off, I know, but I, uh, <laughs> I'm off
8: to, off to uh, watch the NAB League this afternoon between oh. Northern Territory and Tasmania, so it uh, okay. never ends.
2: All right. Flying up to Darwin. <laughs> no, nah, they are at the Holden Centre. All <laughs> oh, right.
8: No, I'm kidding, Matty. No, look, look,
2: mate, you do some great work and we love reading is it. He's a great <laughs> man. Yeah, of course. He joins you. Oh, Cluden's,
3: Cluden's finest. <laughs> oh, <yeah. laughs>
2: Matt, thanks so much for giving us some of your time this morning, mate, and we hope to touch base with you uh, at periods across the year to hear more about uh, how Sandy Dragons and Oakley Chargers and the rest of the competition's is faring.
8: No worries, guys. Enjoy your
2: Sunday afternoon. So much beautiful stuff. Matt Barmer there joining us to chat a bit about the new uh, the NAB competition. It's the the future of uh, the AFL. He's all over it, all over it. I Love his C- work,
3: certainly is. Now, quickly, if we can get back to the the yes, yeah,
2: we, we we just uh, had a little stop there to find out about the future of the AFL, the future gen. <laughs> uh, now we're going to go back to the MOs.
3: Roche, I wanted to ask you one about um, which we were just talking about off air uh, the golf. You reckon there's you reckon there's only yeah. Ten good teams in the com and maybe the first two in in div in, uh, in b grade just a
9: worrying sign over the last uh, couple of years has been some of the results in b grade and I think looking at the scores again yesterday, there were just a couple of big hidings um, and what seems to have happened is, and I'm not sure, I think part of this reason is the the um, development VFL league not going ahead anymore, is that there seems to be a lot of those boys who obviously can't get a game at VFL level coming to the A grade and the top mm. B grade clubs, but not really feeding down to the other clubs. And I think you're, you're seeing the top 10 in A grade plus maybe the first four or five in B grade and then a bit of a gap mm. um, to the bottom size in B grade. So I, I know, speaking to a few of the Vafa. um Guys, that they are a little bit concerned about this, and then mm. something we need to have a look at what's actually starting to go on there. It
3: is worrying because we had um, Hampton Rovers coach Anthony in just before you <laughs> came in, and and you sort of think. You know, uh, a Hampton Rovers a type of team that are capable of going up and playing A grade, or uh, anyone in the Old Mantonians, anyone in sort of B, C grade, mm, yeah. are they capable of going up and staying up? That's mm, and that's yeah. the issue, you that's know, the because fear. because because a few teams sometimes have gone up. I think it was Scotch came back up and went yeah. straight back down, um, and and Scotch would be probably considered one of the mm. one of the stronger teams around the entire competition. So it is worrying that we aren't seeing. It, new teams coming up from C and B. It would
9: be great to see some of these suburban mm. clubs getting up into the Premier mm. Division. Yeah. Like we've, we've seen Bowie get up there but then they seem to struggle once they get yeah. there. Yeah. And it seems
3: to just be dominated by the old
4: school, yeah. old school yeah. teams. Well, when
9: I was growing up like Ormond, um, North yeah. Old Boys, you had these great suburban clubs. And our powers part. weren't they? They, they were. They, absolutely. Power team. Mm. Um, so it would be great to see them back up though.
3: Yeah. What did you make of... Um, he didn't play yesterday, but Brendan Goddard signing at uh, yeah. Corfield Grammar. I, I, and I, oh, from cool. what I
9: heard, it was a pretty close um, decision in terms of whether he went to St Kevin's mm. or he went to Corfield. He obviously he's very good mates with Anthony Lynch, the St Kevin's skipper. Mm. Um, but oh, I think it's great, great that he's gone back to play for his old school and. You know, if there's one side that I think we need to watch in terms of coming up through the grades, I, I think it is Caulfield Grammarians. They mm. had a huge win yesterday. I know they, the old Camberwell captain from C grade's gone over to Caulfield as well this year. Mm. I think they're going to be a side we see in A grade pretty shortly.
4: Well, Steve Lawrence got them going there a couple of years yeah, ago, Yeah, he did. He? Yeah. yeah.
9: They got up and then unfortunately couldn't stay. But so, yep. they have a very strong school side, so you'd think there's yeah, a lot so of boys it's floating feeder, around. Yeah. Feeder.
4: But, you, you know, you look at Bowie, they've got under-19s reserves and seniors, but a lot of... Bowie kids might play 19s, and then they mm. might go to St. Bedes, yeah. Old Mintonians, and then they start the... The Southern League clubs, you know what I mean? Yeah, so it's hard. It's hard to keep them.
9: There's so many clubs down at this part of uh, this part of the uh, city,
4: obviously. You know, I hate to say it, but I know myself. In years to come, clubs will either merge or they'll fold. Mm. Mm. Yeah. And you know, you just go past Hampton Road. You've got Marvin Kangaroos in Woodup Crescent. Yeah, right. you have got Hampton. Yep. just down the road. Yep, the Hammers. You know, you get your Malways out, Old Brighton, yeah. East Brighton. Mm. You but yeah, I mean?
3: you, you got you got to worry for these teams that are just sitting and just sitting, sitting yep. in Div One and Div Two. You know how high are they? Looking to get, you know, I mean, everyone wants to try and play A grade and then have that profile, but you know, teams like um, Glen Ira, for instance, we we're good mates with the president, but you know, how far up could they get before Mm. it sort of gets too hard? Mm. So yeah, you you do have to worry, and it it would be a worry if teams started to fold and merge and all that, because yeah,
2: definitely. Now let's have a little look at some of the results from the William Buck Premier Division of the various teams.
3: William Buck. <laughs> Alright, get that dump button ready. Yeah, right.
2: yeah. uh, let's just rewind now. Uh, the <laughs> William Buck, Premier Division of, of the VAFA. Now, we'll start with a game that, uh, wow, it was disappointing if you were from Collegians that's fair to say. Uh, St. Kevin's yesterday at TH King Oval, sixteen ten one oh six defeated Collegians 8 7 55. Roach, I'll get some of your thoughts on this because you were there.
9: Yeah, I was there. So Did Mitchy turn on? We had a great first quarter. We probably could have been a couple of goals up a quarter time. Um, our midfield was on top, Hilton, Mitchy, Hibbins, the big guns in there. Um, but as the game started to progress, I think it was St. Kevin's bottom eight or nine players that were just probably a lot stronger than ours in the end. Mm. Um, as I said, the Brought some of those guys back into the into the team. Guinea's kicked a couple of mm. goals yesterday. Obviously, Wait kicked three. They look very very good, as good as last year. I think they're clearly the team to beat.
3: Well, you must you must have had them. You must have been right up with them, Roachy. Because I'm looking here. It was a goal to difference at halftime, and then mm. they've just gone out and gone whack and kicked eight.
9: Which is what they can do. They yeah. they seem to be able to kick a clump of goals in a hurry. They did it a lot of times last year. Obviously, in the grand final in the third quarter, they kicked six against us, and that was the difference on that particular day as well. Um, look, they're a very confident, mm. aggressive um, side who are you know, just going to be very difficult to beat.
3: Certainly are. We'll move on now. Uh, Old Brighton took on Uni Blues. Uh, Uni Blues 14-15-99, defeated Old Brighton 13-11-89. Not a bad effort. Roachie, we've been talking about Uni Blues. They might be a little smoky oh. this year. They look, uh, from the outside looking in, to be a pretty strong unit.
9: Look, going through the, the goal kickers and the, the best players and even the list of players they put out there yesterday, you've got Ace Cordy. He's kicked four. He's kicked four. Um, O'Shea was best on ground. Mm. You've got Hinkley. You've got Kieran Harper. Harper Marshall
3: yeah. Rippon. He's, he's uh, always around the mark. Th- so
9: That's an experience, mm. but a, a, <laughs> they've got a lot of top-end talent. Um, they're often slow starters, because obviously the uni boys coming back from holidays and various things, and they need to get to know each other. all of them actually don't even know each other, but that side <laughs> on paper. Yeah. Most of them have played together for the last three or four years. They've made mm-hmm. a couple of prelims in that time. I reckon they are certainly a side that's going to be pushing. Uh, and Merrick,
4: m- Merrick Buchanan.
9: Yes. Yeah. Former star cricketer, I wow, think. Yeah. Yeah.
3: So, good start there. Old Brighton probably... Going to be around the mark again, I think, but um, not a good start to their season. Uh, Bernard's re uh, re-entered A grade with the with a win. Geez, were we inaccurate though! Fifteen twenty one ten to nine twelve sixty six over Old Trinity. Where are Trinity at, Rochi? Because oh. we saw them. I mean, a couple of years ago, they've been they were dominant, yeah. and now they're sort of falling away a bit.
9: They had a big um, resurgence last year. They got back to third after obviously playing in a couple of losing grand finals a few years ago. But they've lost... Well, Anthony Scott's gone to Footscray in the VFL, who was their best player, and I think he'll play almost every game there. Um, Yetzi's retired. They're obviously their star midfielder. I'm
4: hearing Yetzi. Somebody told me he might have been heading down to play... So you're right. Yeah a both bailed me up the other day And I said yeah, Where's, it's where's the, he gone? Oh, I reckon it's gone down to Inverloch Down y- it's that Skipsland way Gippsland area yeah. It's gone gone down yeah. there And I thought geez, yeah, yeah Very good servant of Vaffa football oh, absolutely. Mm. Great rep footballer too
3: Yeah So Bernards get their first win of the season Michael Caven kicking six So yeah. They might have a uh, Might be tougher teams to venture out to the snake pit
9: They've still got 12 players from the 2015 Premiership team Running around in there Caven's kicked six His brother plays at full back As a, just a terrific player Bentick's still there mm. They uh, lost obviously Sadly, Chad Jones retired, but mm. and Tom Sullivan's gone down to Port Ferry, but looking at that result, I mean, I think they're very hard to beat at home,
3: oh, yeah. and
9: I think they, they're going to be right. They'll stay up, and they're going to be pretty competitive.
3: Yeah. Out at Elstamark Park uh, yesterday, uh, Old Melburnians 11-13-79, defeated by the mighty old Zavs, 19 9 123 Gossie back in the goals. Brennan Goss kick 5, Hanley 4, Rowan Buick on debut kick 3. Uh, so they've got a pretty good balance down there. Lost John Milhusen uh, in the off-season. He's gone back to Baldwin. John. So the old Zavs, the old devs they, yeah. they're... Being part of the organisation, they're a team that frustrates you because they can be so good, and then they just fall away rapidly.
9: Well, they've missed finals five mm. of the last six years, which is amazing to yeah, think that that's yeah. happened. And I, I just feel looking at that result, looking at the guys that they've brought in, as well as um, those blokes from the, the two young... The brothers from the...
3: Oh, Nick and, and, Nick and Chris Prowse. And they've still got Will Hams to come back yeah, and play as well. So. they...
9: They look like they're set to uh, mm. to re-enter the top mm. four. I would
3: Paul Sattersley's probably. got him uh, pretty well uh, pretty well set after he after leaving D-Lar. So that is that result. And the final one I thought was a bit of a surprise, to be honest with you. Uh, where is it here? I'll just try and get it up. Speaking of D-Lar. D-Lar, old carry. Now, yeah, D-lar, a D-Lar are worrying. Yeah. They finished, what, second last last year, just avoided relegation. Uh eighteen five one thirteen to old Kerry who also came back into into A grade, eighteen nine one seventeen.
9: Look, most tips are predicting that these are the two sides that are going to be in the bottom two or three um, at the end of the year. Who knows? I mean... Christian like Jacks kicked four
3: on, well, in his first game Old Carey
9: have got some serious top-end talent. Cust, um, Locke as well. Mm-hmm. These are really good players. Is that, the,
3: is Mark, is that Locke that was yep. the Gold Coast inaugural captain? Yep, that's right. There you go. That's a that's a pretty big get for them.
9: Yeah, so, you know, but obviously their depth is a big issue. Their two's got cleaned up. d have lost some good senior players, Jason mm-hmm. Tutt in particular, who's been great the last few years for them. Could be a tough year for D-Lar and and, and in his first year as coach.
4: You yeah. see um, Tyrone being at Old Carey now.
9: Yeah, yeah. So Tyrone's moved across from Uni Blacks.
4: So he's moved around a bit.
9: Yeah. Well, he actually did some training with with us with the oh. as well. <laughs> <laughs> and then he's ended up over there so yeah, sure oh, what's
3: going on there oh. <laughs> there you go alright Roachy well good. anything anything more you got for us from uh, around the Vaffa Traps uh, no, I don't think so
9: John but it's just great to have uh, the local footy uh, back on great conditions yesterday for oh. footy and oh, isn't, it? isn't it great right. when you're on the way home you're checking all the other scores oh, today's paper
4: <laughs> it's only round one everyone goes oh, you know, don't, don't panic it's only round one I yeah, mm. just want to go
2: through a couple more results as well quickly touching on some Premier B results uh, okay. Beaumaris 7-13-55 went down to Old Geelong at Home at Bansky Reserve yesterday, ten eight sixty eight. Grigor Riartis kicked two. It was the only multiple for Bo Morris. Wood kicked three. Hatzis two, Nichols two for Old Geelong. Best players for Bo Morris: Grigor Grace and True, and Dixon Wood and Sheridan. There, mm, not a great start for Bo Morris. No, well, the other
4: know. week the coach played in the twos for. Uh Bo Morris in a practice match, mm.
9: and looking at the clearance list for Bo Morris, <laughs> not, looking not, look no. not looking good. Not looking good. Not looking good. Well,
4: no. one of them, one of them ended up at um, Mordyale. Ah, uh, well, Madeline, uh, and then a uh, few of them, them gone down go. to play country footy yeah. because what's happening now. It's the mighty dollar.
3: I heard. Yeah. I heard word that uh, just on Premier B yesterday. Apparently, uh, Billy Hartung tore yeah, he, tore really? them a new one. He was everywhere. He was kicking in, and then he ended up on the wing. And apparently, he's just a running machine. They got up over uh, Parkdale, uh, nine fifteen sixty nine to six yeah. f- six sixteen fifty two. So you, you wonder Harley Ballack debuted for Parkdale as well. Um, you wonder what could have been down there at at the new uh, the new facilities mm. for Parkdale if they'd kick straight. But apparently. Um, Billy Hartung just absolutely dominated for St. Bede's yesterday. So could be a huge asset for them this year. St.
9: Bede's have a lot of VFL listed guys, mm. and, and a fair few others who played VFL. So that'll make a big difference for them during the
3: year. Old Scotch, 16-23, just from wayward kicking yesterday. 16-23, 119 to Fitzroy, 29-21.
9: Yeah. Mm. Scotch will be very hard to beat in B grade based on their A grade form last year.
3: Caulfield Grammar, 22-16, 148, defeated Old Halebury, 9 fifty nine, And we've got to remember that at some point, Brendan Goddard is going to enter that side. So yeah,
4: wow. What position is he going to play? Yeah, we well, could play everywhere. Edge. No, no. <laughs> <laughs> I mean,
3: back pocket? I mean, Roachie, he could uh, just on him quickly before we, before we let you go. He could be a huge part. You were saying they're the team to watch in yep. B grade. I mean, if they can get themselves right and win win the flag and get into A grade, it would be huge for them. I, I and if he can help them get into A grade. I can a see,
9: grade. like, Stephen Salopek played for St. Kevin's a few years ago. Oh, I yeah. remember watching him yeah. down here at Sandy taking... He played across half-back, intercept mark style. I can see Goddard yeah. playing oh. that sort of role and just dominating. Still that. fit. Oh, Still yeah. fit and a great user, and
3: I'm, I'm surprised no other AFL team took like a Carlton could use Brendan Goddard right now. I mean, I, w- I was floating the idea that he head back to St Kilda for a year mm. to you know soar up the defensive um, uh, stocks, but anyway, a, a huge asset for Caulfield Grammarians and could be the could be the, the catalyst they need to get them into A grade.
2: Yep, definitely. And there was one more game that came out of Premier B that we'll quickly touch Uni on. Uni Blacks well. on yeah. Monash
3: Blues, 26-6, 162 to 10-12, 72.
2: Mm, good result there for the Blacks there. Huntington kicking five for them. Uh, McCullough four, Quayle three, Brune two, Royceme two, and two. And for the Blues, Davidson 4, Hardman 2, they were the only multiples there. Quayle, Carlson and Moorefield the best for the Blacks. And for the Blues, Mason, Petering and Warren. That is the end of our Ammos coverage for today. Oh four oh four triple zero seven three six is the number you can get us on. We are well overdue for a break. Rochi thanks so much for coming in today, mate.
3: Thanks, Very good. We might have to get you back in a couple of... Yeah, every to come, so, yeah.
2: yeah. yeah we might have to make this a regular thing.
3: I might I might say at Hotel Brighton, we'll work out a contract <laughs> later on today. Did you
2: just say that? <laughs> (laughs) (laughs) Uh, We're taking a break here on Beyond the Boundary on 88.3 Southern FM. Coming up after this, well, we've still got plenty more to cover. That's 50. Boys, you got something to be angry about? Yeah, but I think
3: we're on the same page here,
2: aren't we? Mm. Okay, so it could be shared that's 50 (laughs) here on Beyond the Boundary. We've also got to get to the SFNL, cover some of the results from there. And we'll go around the grounds, find out what is going on at your football club. This is Beyond the Boundary here on 88.3 Southern FM, your home of local footy in 2019
0: like an old-fashioned trash and treasure market with everything from plants to pre-loved clothing, homewares to crafted jewellery and much more. Then join us at Bentley Sunday Market, 7am to midday every Sunday at Bent Street Car Park next to Bentley Station. All proceeds go to community projects of Bentley Moorabbin Central Rotary Club. Mention Southern FM for a free cloth shopping bag online at bentleymarket.org. Southern FM sponsor.
8: My name's Carol and I'm a survivor. Why did I decide to join a radiotherapy clinical trial through Trog Cancer Research? Because I want to be here for my family. Because I want better treatments for all of us. Because cancer research saves lives. Please support Trog Cancer Research today. Visit trog.com.au donate. Because together we can find the answer.
1: Kingston Arts proudly presents Six Moments in Kingston, a mystery bus tour visiting six new public artworks dotted through Kingston's suburbs. Interact with contemporary artworks based on infamous local stories, including the mysterious disappearance of pilot Fred Balanchich. Was he taken by a UFO? Phil Carman's headbutting incident at Morabin Oval? The global release of Parkdale rocker Rick Springfield's hit single Jesse's Girl, opening May 2019. Book now, 955 64440, or kingstonarts.vic.gov.au.
0: Youth activities are a large part of the Lions Clubs programs. For more than 30 years, the Lions Youth of the Year quest has encouraged student interest in leadership and the qualities required for active and constructive participation in the community. Under the auspices of Lions, Leo Clubs give young people leadership, experience, opportunity and fellowship through involvement in community service. For more information on these programs, visit lionsclubs.org.au. FM, the sounds of the bayside.
1: On beyond the boundary,
0: that's fifty.
1: That's fifty.
0: Fifty metres.
9: Let's go, fifty metres.
2: Oh, here it is. This is where we get angry about something we've seen at the footy, gents. What are we angry about? Donners will we'll go with you first. Well,
3: it's it's fitting that you know the umpires, you know, on that on that sting were uh, saying that's fifty because that's <laughs> that's all Bug and I heard yesterday at uh, Morty Alec. Now, I want to oh. preface this by saying we're not. Bashing umpires—they do a great job. We need them in the game, but we're seeing it in the AFL right now, and we're seeing it in local footy. And I don't know if it's part of the the new rules that they don't—they can't officiate them right. But bug, I think we saw some atrocious umpiring down at Ben Kavanagh yesterday, the game that we were at, and even in the AFL last night as well. So there's got to be something done. Here, because umpires are getting too sensitive, you know, someone someone will touch you, or I mean, I saw one yesterday that uh, East Melbourne play East Malvern player was leading out. He was too far under the ball, and he jumped early, and the umpire thought that he was pushed in the back Correct. because he because he did the motion. He so did, yes. I thought I don't know your thoughts, but I think we yeah. can
4: combine. Our, that's fifty this week. I think so. Yeah, it's so a lot of both coaches after the game and players. Mm. And I was at Friday night's game. And there was comment about I know it's round one and mm. they're blowing the cobwebs out. But um, yesterday, it was some of the players blew up on the field as well, the, and they're all together because they they're sick of it. You know there, what I
3: mean? There was a three minute period there. I think yesterday where. I think I saw three fifties or something like that. Yep. No one knows, you know, what's going on. And the I players mean, all looked
4: at each other. Yeah. Players, thought, what's that for? Yeah, so come back, come back fifty. So
3: I think that's uh, that's yeah. fifty this this week. We want the umpires to chill out, let yep. the boys play. Someone made a good point on Twitter the other day. The the grand the AFL grand final is always the best game of the year because the umpires let them play. Mm. So why can't every other game be like that? And right? If you
4: can't bounce the ball,
3: umpires, <laughs> please
4: just just a just tip. I'll just give you a tip. Throw it up. Yeah. That's yeah, not too hard. Yeah, that yeah. deserves it. That's 50. So that's... That's
3: 50. That's, yep. a, that's 50. 100%. With yeah. combined
4: ours. Yep. Oh, you you, you go. know, go the, on, Wayne. That, that, my one this, that's 50 this week is councils and football clubs. Ooh, I'll just okay. use a couple examples. Yep. You were down at Cheltenham yesterday. I was. Every home game they play, break even coal, mm. has to put the sponsors' banners up yes, around the ground. Yes, okay? this last year. Yep. Okay, so that's, you know, a volunteer spending two hours doing that. Yep council, you can't have them up permanently. During the week, Okay, yeah. East Malvern Football Club are in the process at the moment, hopefully getting in their new rooms. It's a yep. talking debate about East Malvern. It's on mm. social media with their rooms.
6: Mm.
4: That's great. The council have got these $8 million club rooms. East Malvern will get in eventually. We went through it at Mordialloc. Like it takes time. But in the meantime, the council, in their wisdom, has taken away their portable change rooms, Have they really? toilets. So What, even though they haven't opened the new... No. So I was speaking to Nathan Robinson last night. Their goals only got put up last week. Wow. They had no cricket on the oval during cricket season due to the the and the, the new rooms being built and other things. Now, wouldn't you leave the portables there until yeah. Yeah. you Absolutely. move like it? That's a no-brainer. No-brainer. Absolutely. Okay. Then, so does that
3: mean they can't use them for training even? Well, they're training there, but yeah.
4: that's all they've got. So so they, no, they can't get into the building. They can't, no. So they've got to go to the local pub or hop back in your car and it's tough. You know what I mean? Mm. So somebody's obviously living out of their car with all the football yeah. water bottles and all that. So anyway... You move over to Port Colts, their mm. rooms are getting done at the moment. I was there Friday night, the present Steve has done a great job. They've got portable showers, toilets, they've had to set up marquees because yeah. their old rooms are being done. Yeah, That's fantastic, but it's the same council who look after St Kilda City down the road. And last year, St Kilda City didn't even have showers. Gee. Right? Right. And this year, you know, the council, right. and to put the icing on the cake, Friday night's ground at Murphy Reserve was covered in sand. Right. A bloke did his knee in the second quarter in the reserves game or something. Yeah. You know, the councils and you know, putting up goals. I know at work, our goals go straight up after the last game of mm. cricket. Mm. Um, same at Port Colts. I didn't get goals put up till the last week or two and it's just it's not good enough. These clubs are paying their <laughs> rates yeah. to the councils yeah. to get the show on the road. When are the goals going up? Why are they top yeah. dressing the ground? Why can't we have pra- at least one practice match on our home ground? Mm. The council's, you know, you've got to get together because it's bloody tough at the moment. You're, you know what I mean? You're
3: so, right, Buck. I please. mean, I, I know I know. For, in my instance for at, at the cricket club, yep. you know, we can't put stuff on the walls without having to go to the council and say, yep. we want to leave these up permanently. Yep. And sometimes they say no. I mean, we're hardly allowed to blue tack something to a window. Correct. Yep. A flyer saying, "Here's the social functions without going through the council." So yeah. they just need to, you know, because you want to make these places as well feel like your home, yep. like your home. So stuff like that. I mean, I can't believe they've taken away the portables at, at yeah. East Malvern. So they're doing it tough. I like that one, Bug. Yeah. that's a good. That's a good. Uh, that's fifty. Yep. All right.
2: I got one to add. I oh, got one? that's fifty. Sort of an extension of what you said there, bug. There's a lot of uh, controversy with the surfaces in the AFL, but that's also happening in local footy oh. because councils haven't been able to get it right. Mm. You know, various things. They have local events at these footy ovals that expands from outside the football oval into the football oval and even, you know, we've just come off cricket season and a lot of clubs do the right thing and and, and the grounds end up okay most of the time, mm. but some just couldn't give a rat's about the quality of their, their surface and it causes injuries to the players. Mm. So, uh, my dad's 50 this week is I think the councils need to put their hands up and take more responsibility in the lead-up to football season to make sure that uh, the space is a, a, a good playing surface for, for all involved. Absolutely.
3: And everything's ready to go for round one. And yep. we know the Bayside Council listens to this program because it's their yep. favourite, so they will <laughs> have yep. heard all of that. And oh. I'm sure they're listening and they will take better care.
4: Yeah, I hope Glenira, Kingston, Port Phillip. City of Stonnington, you know what I mean?
3: Obviously, we're the sounds of Bayside, and our council at the yep. moment is the Bayside <laughs> well,
4: Council. We do fall under the Bayside City Council. <laughs> and let's, let's admit, you drive through this area now, mm. City yeah. of Kingston grounds, they're looking top-notch, mm. the cooch surface. Mm. And
2: yeah, all, they all are. They're, they're taking like, care. Can't really go wrong. Most of the grounds are in pretty good condition. Mm. There's the odd one that you do find. We've had a
4: dry summer. Yep. We've had, you know, like yesterday, an example, again, Morty Ellick. Uh, the centre was rock hard. Mm. I, I don't doubt that, you know what I mean? You'd but bat first on that one, bug. Yeah, well, looking at the centre yesterday, I would have bowled and <laughs> probably would have taken yeah. Seven factor. <laughs> but anyway, um, you know, we didn't have the key to the curator shed the water the center or something like that and we just couldn't do it, you know what I mean? So that's tough. Mm. Yeah,
2: yeah, definitely. Well that's fifty for this week. If you want to send in your that's fifties, 040400736. That's oh four oh four. Triple zero seven three six, and if you've got any during the week you want to send to us as ideas for us to say on air, or if you've got something from inside the four walls, we'd love to hear from you as well. Beyond the boundary is the way you can find us on Facebook. Beyond the boundary, Southern FM. Now, Buck, we've got to get into the competition that uh, you love most, and that is the SFL. Uh, there's some interesting results to come out of that. I'll just turn the screen around so that you actually can see those
4: results. You like the old days, isn't it? Oh, can you see that? Yep, perfect. Yep. How's that? Yep. Beautiful. Just All right. Push it up a bit. Yeah, we'll go we through go. Friday night's there game. Out at Murphy Reserve. Port Colts 18 13, 121. Defeated St Kilda City 6 6 42. Goal kickers for Colts was Lockie Harris on debut, kicking five, Sunderland three, and Harley with two. The best for Port Colts was Chris DeLuca, the former Premiership player with Subiaco. Left footer, gun player, mm. on baller. Sunderland and Dias. And and we we obviously learned uh, what you said before Fisher has uh, torn a groin. He's he's done a groin. Mm. And for City, young Jesse Firebrace was good up forward kicking too. He he worked well on the forward line, and the best was um, H. Green, Mason, and Jesse Firebrace. So City, they had a shocking night, but they got to bounce back. Um, next week, so they uh. they next week. I think they, new coach. they've got East Mulvan next week. I H- think. Having
2: yeah. a new coach th- comes with new ideas yeah. as
4: well. Rick Bean mm. taking over the helm there. Well, they, well the, the structures broke down, yeah. on they they just got jumped from the start. You know what I mean? And mm. Port Colts, I'm telling everybody, they are the real deal this year. They are. Yeah. Um,
3: I want to ask you quickly, Bug, on that. What do you what do you make? Do you like local footy under lights? Uh, look,
4: Port, as long as the lights, yeah, as long look, as the Port, lights look, are good. Yeah, the, the the lights at Port Colts. I don't know what the you know, the standard lights. It, it was okay, yep. but this time of year, you go ahead and do it. You yeah. know what I mean? Or you can have yeah. a Twilight game yesterday. We could have started Morty Ellicott, um. Four o'clock Four o'clock or well, something You well, work with the weather But mm, don't do yeah. it in June, July What a lot of clubs try and do yeah, yeah. no one will come But yeah, I'm, I'm all for it Look inside mm. the square I know Morty Lake were keen to play on Good Friday And one yep. of the clubs said Oh no no, no, we don't want to You know, And they're a big pulling club So again, Anzac Day Cheltenham are playing That's on the Thursday yep. They'll get a big crowd I know their luncheon's already booked out yep. They'll get 120, 130 people in their club rooms It's going to be a great day mm. One game mm. So, yep, yeah. all they're for good,
3: it They're good money spinners as well yep.
4: Very good yep. Next game Oh, well, this is down at Morty Ellick yesterday. Morty Ellick, yes. Yeah. thirteen nine eighty seven defeated East Malvern, 11 9, Goal kickers for Morty like on debut. We mentioned him in the MO segment. Josh, Josh McPherson, McPherson. kicking five. Speedy. Best for Morty Ellick was McPherson. Ryan Semmel. Mm-hmm. Everyone would know Ryan His by now. quarter was unbelievable. Unbelievable. And Ryan was on the TV show The Recruit and finishing, what, the last... Eight or something yeah he was ago. he got he got deep and then Michael Voss thought he was a bit too old to play too old AFL, to play. So, yeah. yeah so Ryan was good and Luke Barnhorn down back and Freese Malvin Bristow up forward three Highwood with three and Justin Madden playing full time this year the boy from Bendigo a prolific goal kicker this bloke's a serious football if you ever I, get a chance google him and look what he's done in his in his time
3: I know you're, I know you're Morty Alec through and through, but I, I must say, I mean, they they lost the game yesterday, yes, Marvin, but their forward setup looks quite oh, strong, but they, yep. I just thought they weren't getting it in as well as they could. Madden looks a beast. I mean, Chris Carey is the best. He's the best ruckman oh, I've seen by foot killed us of, in the of any. Of any. Yep. He yep. was dominant. And then Mackenzie Bristow is a huge, huge boy, Alex Highwood as well. So if they, I reckon if they can get their forward structure right and get those three firing again... Um they'll be they'll be hard to beat. I mean yeah. that was a good start That's from you good. guys yesterday. Just,
4: yeah, and you know, obviously we're to nullify Chris mm. Carey and then after half time Dickinson went into the ruck mm. and um our players mm. have got to learn. When you come across a Chris Carey, you've got to rove off him. Yeah. yeah. Oh, he's gonna was... win every tap and he's gonna get around the ground. Yeah. So read the play, rove off him. But uh, it was a good game and, you it it was, was impressive was, yesterday. At right? half time it's five five thirty-five to East Mulvan, nine three 57 and you look after half time, the the Bloods have kicked eight eight goals to their their two after half time. Yeah. So, yeah. and impressive. the best race Mulvan was Fry, Bristow and Barry, so uh, East Malvern next week play St Kilda City, Saint-Kilda City yeah. and
2: they've yeah. lost a few too. Uh, East Malvern, no Ryan. Oh Murray yeah, anymore. obviously Ryan
4: mullet has gone yeah, and Stevie Brule, but their recruits. Are, you know, we've saw sort of Bristow, mm. Playstay, f- um, French, and Fry, so they they'll be there again. Mm.
2: Yeah, yeah, and uh, that's, and yeah. a good
4: crowd
3: yesterday. Liam Sumner, I wanted to ask you about as well. Yeah. We spoke, you and I spoke about him uh, after yeah. the game. Had a re had a somewhat of an oh, impact. impact. Yeah, you know, it wasn't. But um, you you noted um, and we're not having a go at him here by any means. But you noted that he just grabbed his bag and left
4: straight after the game. Obviously, he had commitments or yeah. whatever. But yeah. yeah, again, you know, a lot of blokes. It just doesn't happen to him. I, you know, yeah. blokes. The thing with local footy now, times have changed, and a lot of blokes have they're pre-organized. Yeah. Oh, I know blokes who, have got to go. They go listen when that siren goes. I've got to jump in the car and I've got to be Johnny yeah. Smith's um, you know, twentieth. at yeah, six o'clock or something. Yeah. And then, you yeah. know, this is a thing. But yeah, you would had, like you would and,
3: like to see everyone come back. Well, a lot of people and, ask
4: yeah. me like we're watching him play, so it's always great to see a player of note come up to your rooms after the game mm. and yeah. be seen. And I said, look, you know, you can't force him. You can't force nah, anybody nah, come nah, to come have a beer after nah. the game. But well, credit to East Malvin, they all come up after the game. But yeah, likes to have things on. But it's not a way. He's just plating it. I'm grabbing your bag. I've got to go. But yeah. he's probably had commitments you yeah, know what right. I mean so yeah. that ha- this time of year there's a lot of things going yeah, on there and I reckon
3: is. he'll be I reckon he'll still be a big asset for I think company.
4: he's gonna have to yeah. just pick up the style of play on the southern part yeah. on the wing and you know yeah. when he got the that I used it well so yeah. well down at Turner Road yesterday for the mm. unveiling of the flag Hyatt <laughs> look at that 14-15-99 defeated Oakley Districts 9-15-69 jeez a lot of points kicked in that yeah, game Thirty no, behind. there goal kickers for Hyatt was Hendy with four Tom Brown with two Ed Turner with two. The best for height was Hendy Singh and Tom Brown and Sammy Jackson. too. good, two young players. They got a ruckman down there as well. Yeah, they've they got the big the big fella, the big no. Macklin Kane. His name is, and um, he's a good player mm-hmm. from Frankston CW. So what height have recruited? And I know Sammy Hecker as a mates. They're not just going to sit down. The, mm. they want to make progress no. this year. No. He's got Steve Lawrence as his runner. And, oh wow! Yeah. Well,
2: so. or do you reckon you see Hyatt up there? And fly oh, look,
4: they've got the first three games at home. Yeah. And as I said to Sam, when your first three, they'd be up and about. Yeah. I watched.
3: I watched a practice game of theirs the week before yeah. they started playing. They looked impressive. I know it was a practice game, but mm. and I don't know how many of those that players will actually play throughout the season. But their structure seems to be quite sound. So mm, I, I can see. I can see Hyatt. Being around the mark for sure.
2: Will, yep. will he do a Sam Anstey and uh, get hired up to Div One and oh, take it to well, a Grand
4: Final? It takes a lot of work. And uh. Folkley Districts goal kicks was Carasello two, Russo two, and the best was Carasello. Dave Velado still playing a very handy footballer for Oakley Districts, and Russo and the best. So I think Oakley Districts this year they're going to be young, yeah, and they have got a new coach Dom Carasello. So it's going mm. to take time, but um, yeah, g- going back to that Ruckman Mac- Macklin Rain. Good, work. She's a Good, right well onto um, Hyde Football mm. Club. So.
2: I, realize, I noticed as well, Hyde I got Scott Vorsa, which is Nick Vorsa's yeah, brother. Chris so. Langdon's
4: still on the list. They picked up James Pilther from Morty he You mm. play played. Um, Rennie Trainer from Cheltenham's made the way down there. So, yep. Sam's obviously, they're, they're having a crack at yeah. that. That's fantastic. Oh, because yeah. it frustrates me to see clubs win Division Two, come to Division One, and go straight and go back, back down. down. Yeah, and then, yeah. like, throw their hands up in the air and go, well, we're out of here. You yeah. know what I mean? So similar so. to
3: what we were talking about for the Vaffer. You Vaffer, know? Yeah. yeah. Straight yeah. up, straight down.
4: And you know, the Southern, it's only one up, one down. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. Oh, well. Yep. Good
2: result for Hyatt.
4: Down at Jack Barker Reserve yesterday. Cheltenham with their past players, eh, Cole? Mm. They would have had a few down there.
2: Yeah, there was a few. It was yep. good to see people down there. Like,
4: the name
3: escaped me. It wasn't someone playing his 350th yeah, Paul game. Paul Conroy, yeah. the yes, boy right. behind,
4: the is a great servant. 350 games. Mm. And he's behind Linford & Co. He's got a right. few of these um, bistros around the area. Okay. What a great servant. Yeah. 350 games at one club. Yeah. Mm. You know, and he's still playing.
2: Yeah, well, I believe he played, like, from under nineteen. So oh. Like, worked his way he's up. Been on the committee, yeah. you
4: know, and he's played a bit of senior football as well. Great yep. servant. Yeah, brilliant. Dingley, 12 10 Defeated Cheltenham, 9 sixty two. Cheltenham goal kickers with McTaggart up 4-3. with three, Hayes with 2. Their best players was Harrison, uh, Davis, and Jack Worrell. And for Dingley, Daniel Farmer. Good to see Daniel out there up 4-3. Troy Parker from St. Kilda City, 3. Robbie yeah. Ruthen kicking 3. And the best was... Jackson, Pete, Horton, Mill, and Danny Aide. So, uh, 20 points.
2: Yeah. Uh, I, look, from my observations of the game, I'd say there's a couple of unfortunate decisions by the umpires that probably didn't help Cheltenham mm. later in the third quarter, early fourth quarter. Uh, and it, it certainly <laughs> certainly frustrated Desi Ryan oh. uh, <laughs> coaching. Did you know he's got like a little, uh, what, do you, what do you call them, those lifts? He stands in like a little lift where can he can view the ground. Uh, oh, okay, <laughs> yeah, yeah, That's they, cool. They've hired one for his good on personal, him. Yeah. so he can get a good view of the ground. He's a big man, Des, oh.
4: yeah. and,
2: and he stands up at the top uh, behind the coach's box yeah. and <laughs> yelling oh. to his place. Uh, look, I really hope that Cheltenham uh, go well this year. It, it, well, they have to. Morning. This
4: is their year. Yeah, well, it has to There's be. Yeah. A, six doesn't go into five. Yeah, and I've got Cheltenham up there. They have to play finals. Because you've got Mike Cook, you've got Dylan whitecat you've recruited a couple of other blokes. This is your year, Chelt. Mm. This is where they put the end and say, we're going to play finals.
2: I think so. And 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 I also heard as well yesterday they had five players that have come up from their under-17s
4: to play senior footy. Perfect. Which is good for them. I think Des's young fella made his debut yesterday, Des Ryan's
6: Yeah, from what fella. I understand. So,
4: that, so. That's the idea of having under-19s. Yeah. Bring them through your club. Guess what? They're all one points. Yeah, yeah. Why so, go recruit next afl player? Other blokes are going to cost you five or six points. Yeah. And you know what? You're only got forty-seven points to play with, and this year the league are onto the point system. So yeah. you clubs, be warned, you are being watched.
2: Yeah, and from what I saw, Cheltenham did look good though in patches, but Dingley just proved you know they've been oh, a powerhouse well, for rec- so long. Dingley
4: again this year they recruited, they yeah. fell away in their depth in their twos last year, so um, they'll be there again. Shane coaching in his ninth year, what a great effort, Shane. Yeah, good on you, Shane. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well done, well. Here we go. Night game. This was a good one. Night football. I was down there last night. You were there. Mm -hmm. St. Paul's 10-11-71, defeated Bentley 5-3-33. Goal kickers for St. Paul's with Hunt with four. Capilio, two. Matty Kremberg, the rainy medalist. What a great player. Big big boy. How good is he? Best was Kremberg, Byrne and Hayes. And for Bentley, Sutherland, their new recruit from the country, kicking two. And the best was Lewin, smart, and Rogers. So again, it's only three. They're only three points down at halftime. Well, Bentley. That's the thing. I,
3: I was. I was obviously down there. The uh, yep. the Matty vorback fan club. We were down there last night with, <laughs> with with his old man and a few people. But I mean, at halftime, I was thinking, "Geez, Bentley are making a real good crack." Yeah. And they were. They were really putting the pressure on some Pauls. And you know, it just seemed like they just weren't getting enough opportunities going forward. But they weren't conceding goals as well. Mm. So at half time I'm thinking, well, you know, maybe if they get the first two here or of the of the third term they could uh, they could run away and, you know, obviously the class of St. Paul's just came came to light and they ran away with it in the end. So, um, yeah, well it wasn't the worst performance I've seen from Bentley, but, I mean, it, it was one of those games where the score just got away from you. you yep. You're watching and you go, gee, are they six goals down?
4: Yeah, yeah already, and, yeah.
3: Yeah, so... Um, Oh, it was a, it was a nice spectacle. There was a lot of people down there last Fantastic. night. It was great. a great yeah,
4: idea. round yeah. one, St. They yeah. run it well. New yeah. lights, new lights. Good they crowd. Good. They good Look yet. outside the square in the Southern League. Round mm. one, night game. Fantastic. Mm. Mm. Good run, Club St. Pauls. Yeah. Bentley this year. They're going to be young. Yeah. Now, by all reports, is Jed Lamb available next? What, yeah, third? next week he's playing. six games. He's playing five
3: games, and uh, um, someone was telling me that what, he's he's got
4: a, he's playing somewhere else. I didn't know he could do that. You well. I think it stops after June the third. Is it? Yeah, I think there's a catch to it. So he's up at um. Um, White Hills? Yeah. yeah. We're coached by Sam Kerridge, the next yeah. teammate of his. So, you know, is it a good thing for your club? I think what he'll do for Bentley being young this year, he's going to bring... Oh, he'll be good. Mm. Yeah, I, he won-
3: but I wonder, so then what happens if both teams make finals oh, his commitment is with is with White Hills yeah, yeah, so if they don't make finals does yeah. he come back and play Bentley in the finals If
4: well yeah that's yeah. it yeah. I, I don't yeah. actually I, I'm I'm I sure
2: think the ruling yeah. is he's only allowed to play six games for Bentley and the dates oh, are, really? out. Okay. Yeah, the are out inclusive of finals yeah. uh-huh. so yeah. it might be that he plays four home and away games uh, uh, and in okay. an actual fact there could be technicality for if he can play finals yeah
3: because, he, because technically if he plays the four games he qualifies hmm.
6: so yeah. I'm yeah.
3: wondering you know maybe if, if he plays four games and they're looking like playing finals. Do they hold him back and say, yeah. "Wait, play the play and play the
4: finals"? Yeah, yeah. You know, is that
3: a lo- is that a loophole sort of? And, saying, and yeah. Bentley
4: are happy because you know a bloke's got to go out for him to come mm. in and kind of yo-yo a bit. But they're happy mm. to do that. And um, is it a good thing? I, I, yeah, I, I don't know. I think it's the first time we've probably seen in the some, southern. So yeah, I
3: will say there's some dodgy haircuts at Bentley. Oh.
6: <laughs> Matt
4: Vorback's ah. one of them, and
3: yeah. then there's another there's another guy. They look uh, yeah, they, they, they've got the the mop on the top. And then shaved, and it's it's like an undercut. Yeah, it's it's horrible. So um, Bentley, you've been warned. Get yeah. your hair cut. they'll have,
4: they'll be young, and they again <laughs> yeah. there are a couple that got under nineteens like Cheltenham. Yeah. Just keep bringing the kids through. Great way to yeah.
2: Hit. Well, both uh, St Paul's in the last few years have oh. had a lot of under nineteens come yeah. through and play senior football, and that's what Jason Heffernan's been good at. Good a coach. coach, real good coach, and and they'll definitely good list. be up there. Yes, yeah. Last year's you know, premiers. I mean, mm. I hate to say they
3: unfurled the flag. Mm.
2: They're, they're probably running favourites to go back to back potentially. Well, they're hunting now, they're aren't they? Hunted. You know what I but mean? The, yeah, so. but there's the you know it's early on. It's only round one, so we That's can't right, be making yeah. these kinds of
6: predictions. I mean,
3: Morty and East Malvern topped up nicely, so you never know. I mean, they up. Dingley, yeah, Cheltenham, so Port Colts, St Paul's. St Paul's obviously are the mm. team to beat, but those teams are coming right up behind yep. them. So.
2: Mm. Very good. Well any more you'd like to add on that, Wayne? No, uh, all good. All good. Well it's too early on in the in the scene to to mention ladders, but uh yeah. Who's on top just uh, out of interest? No. <laughs> <laughs> it's only round one. I think Do we Port, really want to know Colts? Yeah.
3: They're uh, they're the they're the raging favourites now, the premiership favourites oh, after round well, one.
4: Morty aren't even in the top four. Oh no. by that. <laughs> so next week, college division one, Morty Lake play home to St. Paul's, past plays day down at Morty Ellick. Bentley play home to Oakley districts, St. Kilda City play home to East Malvern. Yep. Dingley play home to Port Colts, which will be that'll be a good game actually. Match of the match of the day next week. Is it? Yep. Okay. Dingley Port Colts and Height play home to Cheltenham. Local derby down the road. Very good. And quickly just through in Div Two: Sky play home to Chelsea Heights. Corfield play home to Doveton Eagles. Hampton home to East Brighton. Heatherton, who had a win yesterday, is up and about. Well done, Beanie. Heatherton play home to Keysborough and Murrumbina, which will be a good game. Play home to Springy Districts.
2: Brilliant stuff. Well, gents, that pretty much gets us to the end of uh, the so show. The, end of the show week. already. I oh, know. Really? It's been so quickly. Another massive jam packed show with plenty great show, of guests. Mm. Thanks for
4: coming in, Wayne. Yep. Always. You'll have a breather next week. I'm gonna, yeah, I'm gonna have a spell next week. Yeah. Bring in some big names. Is yeah. that is
3: that because it's supposed to rain next Sunday? <laughs>
4: <laughs> he doesn't like the rain Wayne. Yeah, it's alright he'll be nice and comfy in his chair at level 1 I'm not spending 49 weeks in here I tell you
3: <laughs> <laughs> come on Wayne uh, no mate have a, have a yeah, great week thank off
2: thank we'll catch you in a fortnight yep. uh, and always appreciate your insight to the show Wayne Fuller always a pleasure
3: Donners been fun been a fun show great to- talking a bit of vaffer as well it's great to you know great yeah. to cover across yeah. everything You know, great and the to have Rochi in and- Roachie yeah, fantastic. And one of the smartest Vaffa men you'll ever meet good man yep
2: Very good. Well, this has been Beyond the Boundary for another week. Stay tuned because the vibe is coming up with Lana and Penny. We'll catch you same place, same time here on your home of local footy. 88.3 Southern FM. It's 12 o'clock. Enjoy your Sunday.